When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the Midwest, Tovar delivers top-notch commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologists, and personal service, they are leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate for snow removal on your site, go to baseball.tovarsnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. That number again is 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snowplowing leader. Tovar is an equal opportunity employer. We are winter. At Hardman Snow Fighting, our team is ready for any and all wintry weather we will be getting here in the great state of Illinois. Hartman Snow Fighting is a local company that treats each customer as if they are the only one. Hartman Snow Fighting performs snow and ice management to commercial, retail, and industrial customers in the Chicago market. For more information, call 224-801-5500 and ask for Zach. Or you can email Zach at HartmanSnowFighting.com. That is Hartman with two N's. Hartman Snow Fighting. We are winter. We're Cubs fans helping Cubs fans at Stewart's Cubs Cave Parties. Everybody's in full giving back to those in Baseball's America's pastime. Baseball. 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 You're listening to Club 400 Podcast, a show about Cubs fans for Cubs fans. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Club 400 Podcast is on the air. And we are down in Club 400, and we have a special episode tonight. Yes, we do. We have a juicy show for everybody, and it includes a lot of people, a lot of guests. Lots oh, of love. Lots I'll tell of you what, a lot man. of love. It's going to be I don't a love know, fest. I don't know what you have prepared for me tonight, but uh, I want to thank you ahead of time for doing it. I, I think want to Nic- thank for everybody. I think Nicole and I like to call it the Stu McVicker Love Fest. Oh. oh. That might be the name of the show. Hey, Valentine's Day's so coming up, guys. Let's rewind back. Yeah, but, well, that's Lauren's already talking about Valentine's Day because it's the next holiday, but... I remember meeting William down here, and he wanted to do a podcast, and he wanted to talk about Cubs baseball. And I was like, there's already like eight podcasts out there that are talking about Cubs baseball. So I kind of blew William off, and he kept coming back, wanting to do this podcast. So I said, well, William, if you want to do a podcast, let's do something different, something that no one else is doing. And we decided to do a, do a podcast about what I believe is the greatest fans, not just in baseball, but all sports, uh, Cub fans. And uh, it's been, we've changed a little bit because of life circumstances. And now we're kind of fo- focusing on the club because we're growing a lot. But honestly, uh, you know, I do want to get back to, there's a lot of great fans I want to interview. We're going to get back to that. But it seemed like during the pandemic, everybody was interviewing everybody because there's nothing going on. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, this is a, a special episode and I want to, um, 
I'm looking forward to it, and I don't know what's coming, so uh, let's go. I can't believe we made it 99 episodes. I know, no kidding. And there was probably some doubt in there for a little while. What about all the uncut episodes? Well, those are in the yeah, those are in the vault. We're like prints. We got some secret ones. We got a vault. We're building. Some of them we might have been a little tipsy. It might be after our death that those come out, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it'll be safe one day to release those. Love to see. But that's not what we're here to talk about tonight. We're on number ninety nine. And do you recall the two years we were trying to figure out, maybe it was just a year, what this podcast was going to be all about? We had like hundreds of hours of conversation, or maybe just an hour, but it seemed like hundreds of hours. And we landed on one thing, right? It kind of goes back to the motto, Cubs fans helping Cubs fans. And we wanted to do a show about the fans, for the fans. Right, and if right? you go back into our early episodes, most of the episodes... Like Carol Haddon was one of our first episodes. That's right. It was about the fans. Right. Which we are all about the fans. So this is kind of a little bit of a tribute, I guess I would say, to a number of our fans, a number of the, you know, core people. I mean, everybody's a core person who comes to Club 400, but these are people that are kind of regulars here and, you know, have been around for a while and responded to the call let's say nice so here's what we're gonna do we'll have a little format here i'm gonna play a clip from somebody and then we'll just talk about that person maybe their role in club 400 and and that kind of oh, thing right william that's very nice of you i didn't expect you to well you do know. that that's very nice of you i appreciate you know it. every once in a while and i really and i really don't know what's coming here so right i know that's the best part i'll just freestyle this and like obviously you had to do uh some preparation preparation for this huh a little bit of yeah. prep yeah but hey. you know you that's your most endearing quality is your freestyling ability so all right let's whether go. it's rap or podcasting so <laughs> here we are my, my rap skills have, have are not existing anymore I, I quit rapping all right you ready yeah hey what's up club 400 West from Cubs fans in Oklahoma. Um, sorry about my voice. I think I'm struggling from the new COVID-19 lockout variant. Um, but hey, just wanted to congratulate you guys on your 100th episode. Uh, thinking back to some of my favorite memories with Stu. Um, probably one of the first times we, we talked and he told me about what Club 400 was and I tell him, I'm like, ah, oh, so basically you're Cubs fans helping Cubs fans. And he ran with it with that, that little quote and it's been uh, it's been the the theme of Club 400, so um kind of proud to be a part of that. Um, and then when Club 400 decided to go nationwide and joined up with Cubs fans in Oklahoma, and we had the big um, probably 300-people event down in Texas for Cubs, Texas Rangers. Um, just great memories, great times, and once again, congrats on your 100th episode. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Wes Jameson. Oh, and he's right. Um, and thankfully, he's not suing me or anything, but uh, he is the one <laughs> who coined Cub fans helping Cub fans. He goes like, what are you exactly are you doing out there? It's, it sounds like Cub fans helping Cub fans. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what would you just say? Yeah. And he's Can you like, say that again? i got to write fans. it down. <laughs> and I'm like, you mind if I take that and use that? Because it's simple, but it's exactly what we're doing over here. So, right. yeah, no, um, you know, Wes is an unbelievable guy who, who's, you know, 
It's just amazing. It just tells you about Cub fans. I mean, they have a huge. And you know what, William? We've talked about going to Oklahoma. If it wasn't for this COVID crap, we would have been, been down there. there. Yeah. yeah, we were going to bring a truckload of beer. And those guys do great things, and they support local restaurants. And uh, you know, they they've had Caleb Knight. I know that come out come out of there, and they got they get together different players. Uh, what's the one guy coming up? I, I, I forgot his name, but you know. It just proves that how great Cub fans are. I mean, they uh, they 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 get together for they have game watch parties. They had they had a World Series party, and uh, I mean, yeah, Wes. Uh, even though he's uh, far away in Oklahoma, he's near and dear to our heart, and it's like one of those guys that I wish could live closer to us so he could participate in the events. But he's always been very supportive, and you know, I met a lot of great th- friends through Wes. You know, from Oklahoma. Like, a, lot, a lot of people who have pitched in a lot. Yeah, like Beathers and yeah, right. Mike Lane. Yeah, and, right. Mike, great guy. I mean, yeah, well, I don't want to name names because I'll forget somebody. Right, but. but we've had several that have come up and, you know, went to the rooftop party and some other stuffs in, in the past. So very All, all great people. And, yeah, uh, yeah it's just, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I wish I could see Wes a little bit more. I think he came up last September. And that's actually when I had COVID. He was going to stay at the Club for Hunter condo, but it wasn't quite ready yet. We closed in late August, but... Uh, yeah, Wes has definitely got a place to stay when he comes up here in the future. And, uh, yeah, he's a part of Club Forum. I mean, obviously, he coined our term phrase. And uh, looking forward to many other events. And, William, we'll, we will go down there and hang out. So, Absolutely. Yeah, Mark it just, down. We just got to get a date. We, and, you know, me and William were talking about going down there for a road trip. How fun would that be? Just, road trip to Oklahoma. We, we, yeah, we had a great time when we went to Muscatine, you know. Right. I mean, imagine us going to Oklahoma. Can't. Love to see if uh, Nicole will go with us. I, I don't know if she'll go. She's know. the trip. She's, trip minister or <laughs> i don't know keep us honest she right. will keep us honest man all right you ready yeah there's more people out there that have messages for hey this is carlos franco and my favorite club 400 memory is winning the first inaugural club 400 uh poker tournament that uh that we just had um this past year that's uh my favorite memory so far thank you Oh man, the Francos! You talk about the Francos. Um, I think Carlos, the, the people, man. the type of people we want involved with Club Four Hundred. Yeah, I know he's going to brag about that poker championship for a long time. We were going to have Which a he poker. deserves to. Yeah, well, no, he, I, you know, he was. Uh, I mean, he, let's say going in, he was probably the one of the top five that probably could take that, mm-hmm. and, and he did. And uh, but yeah, uh, DD and Carlos. Uh, Whenever, whenever I see them, I'm always happy to see them. Um, they're such good-hearted people. They're always happy. They're always happy. Yeah, they're and always they always smiling. put a smile on my face, too. You know? yeah. And I have one story to turn around and say, what's your favorite moment with, with Carlos and Didi? And for me, it was, I believe they won a dinner or something here. Or they made you a dinner. They won a, I think it was when Javi Baez came out. Could have been. Or I think it was when... Uh, yeah, we had, we 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 had a dinner, a private dinner here, and uh, yeah, and somehow we had a chef, we had a chef come here and cook. Right, I forgot all about that. There's a lot of things I forgot. Yeah, somehow I got involved in that, and I ended up staying over here for quite a long time that night, if I recall. I know, like when Carlos and Didi aren't here, I'm like, where's Carlos and Didi? Like, <laughs> right. Why aren't they exactly. here? Exactly. And I and I think that they're coming this weekend to our party, but I heard they might not be. But uh, whenever they're not here, they are sorely missed, and. Uh, we appreciate them very much, and like I said, those are the type of people that, you know, make Club 400 what it is what it is, and, you know, one of the things about Club 400 uh, more than anything is I've been blessed to meet a lot of new friends, and 
I would put Carlos and Didi near to my heart for sure. Here's another one that's near and dear to your heart, and she is definitely a party champion. This is Kathy Weedley, and my message for Stu is my favorite memory is the time you let me drive your work van out to Arizona for delivering the Club 400 beer for the Randy Huntley Fantasy Camp. I had the best time doing that, and I loved spending five days out there with you guys and watching baseball, getting to know every guy that's uh, one of your fantasy camp brothers and sisters and uh, collecting all their autographs on the flag for you to give to Randy. Anytime you need me to be your girl assistant to go do whatever help you need, I'm looking forward to doing it. Sign me up. Thanks, Stu. Love you, buddy, and Merry Christmas. Oh, Kathy Wheely. I mean, what can you say about Aunt Kathy? I'll tell you what. She came down, which I hired. I didn't even hire her. She charged me. She doesn't charge me anything. She's one of the best. I mean, if without her, I don't have my condo in Wrigleyville. I don't have my parking spot in Wrigleyville, which I haven't really enjoyed yet. But you there's going to be a lot of good times down there you thanks will. to her. But yeah, uh, she's been that big help. Like, she's helping this weekend at the party. And, um, you know, she introduced me to Frank Walker, and, I mean, that was an um, amazing hookup, and now we have I have a new friend in Frank. But, yeah, when she came down to the Randy Hunley camp, I thought it was just she was going to bring beer, but you know what? I was like, I was like, had my a personal assistant down there the whole time, and you know what? She became a part of the camp, and she met a lot of good people, and, yeah, on the last night of camp, which we kind of thought might be the last Randy Hunley camp, so far it was, it, it, it has been, you know, she got all the campers to sign a flag, which we presented to Randy. And, uh, yeah, she she became a part of the camp and a major part of Club 400 going forward. And I, I can't say thank you enough for what she's done for me and Club 400. And, like, just recently, you know, she brought the Christmas tree down here. And I got a lot of the Club 400 members to make a special ornament that we put on the tree. And, uh yeah, a lot of love coming from her, and, you know, she did the uh, Club 400 suite upstairs, so um, we were always pressed for time when the, the bigger type players, but we always try to get her up there, and, uh, you know, because that room upstairs, a lot of people don't know, my mom's old bedroom, she doesn't live, she used to live with us here and there, but now she's got her own place in uh, Del Webb, but, yeah, she painted that room, and we have every almost every Cub player that's been here to sign that room. Someone's going to have a pretty cool bedroom up there one day. <laughs> yeah, right. I hope their name is Sue. <laughs> I um, would be remiss if I didn't thank, officially, finally thank Aunt Kathy for the night that she took you and I and oh, the Danny Rocket and, and Crawley in Arizona. In Arizona. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, and she, that's where she became Aunt Kathy. And that was she, one she of took the care last of us. great times yeah. in Arizona. That was before COVID. She took care of us. What was that bar called? Not going to remember. And you know what? And, and you know what? I mean, that was a crazy night when she fit right in. It was unbelievable. And trivia question, if anybody other than Crowley or Danny Rackett can guess what color pants Danny was wearing that night, they'll win some sort of prize. <laughs> All right. We need to keep moving here. Keep the truck trucking, as they hey, say. Hey, Club 400 family. It's me, Courtney Lozar. Congratulations on your 100th episode. How exciting. I promise one of these days I'll listen. Ah, um, I have so busted. many amazing memories. I don't think I can pick just one. I greatly appreciate all of the friends that have become family. Thank you, Club 400, for bringing such amazing people together. I love you guys. 
Uh, Courtney, you know where I met Courtney? Where? I met her at Matt's Bar in Crystal Lake. Oh, boy. We, you know, as most of you know, we've talked about in the past, I went down to the World Series, and then I came home the next day and sober because I never go. I didn't celebrate because there's nowhere to go at that time of the night. So, you know, they, if you re- recall, they had the parade pretty quickly after the right. World Series. Right. And yep. um, I was planning on going down there and then... You know, out of Chris Lake, you couldn't get on the trains, and you heard about people not being able to get back, possibly because of all the people going out there. So we decided, you know, we just got back from Cleveland. So we'll go to Matt's bar, and we'll hang out there and watch the parade. And we hung out there for a very long time. Ask Garrity what happened. I won't tell you what Garrity did that night, but <laughs> um, <laughs> we had a few pops that night, and uh, I shouldn't have said that. but No, it's okay. all right. <laughs> but... Uh, Courtney walked in um, from the train. And, and your life has not been the same and, since. Yeah, Nick Sheeran was there that night. Oh, boy. And, um, yeah, ever since then, Courtney is, uh, and Courtney is a great person. She's uh, she's heart and soul of Club 400. She's She's been here you know, ever since that day when I met her when the Cubs won the World Series. And, you know, she comes to all the events, but she's always willing to uh, help out. And she's just one of those people that has one of those smiles that you want to see, you know, and, um you know, I love I love her, and not only do I love her, I love her her parents. whole family. I feel like yeah, her dad got me my ice machine, yeah. uh, Larry. They call him yeah. Lar, the Big Lar, the Big Lar. And uh, I love her family. Like Christmas time, I make sure, and I call Larry Larry once in a while out of the blue. But uh, yeah, and, and her sister, great people, and um, just one heck of a family. Yeah. Period, no question marks. And I was so glad that they all came out for the Patrick Wisdom party, and uh, I look forward to them coming out to. A lot of future parties also, and we love Courtney. And so much fun on those trips we went on to Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. St. Louis, those are my Cincinnati side boob. Side boob, my most fond memories. All right, we uh, have to go with a little famous people once in a while, too. It's not just the, uh, you know, the Club 400 elite on this program here. Hi there, Wayne Messmer here. Sending my congratulations on the upcoming 100th podcast of Club 400. Great stuff. For those of us who have had the privilege of uh, spending some time in what I refer to as the Mecca for Cubs fans, I can only say I wish the best for hundreds more of the podcasts that help spread the message of love and caring that emanates from Stu and Bill on each episode. I'm honored to be among the many fortunate folks who have had the opportunity to stand in Club 400 in the spotlight. So keep up the great work of Cubs fans helping Cubs fans. Man, Love this, you guys. He has the best voice ever, isn't it? It's he? like butter. Yeah. I mean, it's so great. So, it's hard to I speak mean, after him, you know? Yeah. He goes back to when I was a little kid, you know? He's in, you know, he is the voice of Wrigley Field to me, you know? Could you I mean, I mean, could you ever have imagined him going from singing the national anthem at a Cubs game when you were a little kid to in your basement, like Never. helping helping hand out a wheelchair to a little girl in need, or you know, like so many things he's done. And as I mean, one thing I love about Wayne, I've gotten to meet him a lot of times. He probably doesn't know, like you know, I'm good friends with Jeff Vukovic. He does my insurance. You know, you see Vuk. Yep. Uh, usually about the fourth inning on Cubs broadcast, but yeah, you know, he comes up to Vuk's uh, skybox here and there. Same as Scott Nelson, some of the other guys, but. uh yeah, he's just one of those, uh, he, he, you know, his voice, you know, 
means Wrigley Field to me. You know, mm-hmm. and then uh, like I said, him and Kathy have a remarkable relationship that you can just not just see the love, but feel the love between those two. And you know, you can only hope that most relationships are like those two, like th- those two. And you know, um, you know, you know, with the difficult times that we've had, uh, there's a lot of people I want to invite to every party. Um, and like Wayne, I would love for him to come out whenever he's welcome. Uh, he's welcome here every single time. And Kathy, one of the cool things, William, is he reached out to me not long ago and, you know, he's going to sign, uh, he's going to sign the wall down here. He, um, with the national, he's going to write the words, of the national anthem. I got nice. a spot for him reserved and there's no more other person that I would want him to do that than him. And, uh, you know, I think about Cubs conventions, you know, we're having this party this weekend with Frank and. And Ron Coomer, and like that's kind of a not we can't you can't replace the Cubs convention, but here at Club Four Hundred we're trying to you know fill the void a little bit, and um, you know I I think it was last when uh, we had him call Bingo down here, right? And uh, he's such a part of the Cubs community, yeah. and uh, he's he, he you know you know they had that old saying that's Cub. Well, um, Wayne and Kathy are Cub for sure, and he's so down to earth. You know, no. you can't, like, I don't know anybody who could say a bad thing about that. No. Guy. And to me, he's like, you know, like you said, somebody you looked up to since you were little. And, he, you know, I've I've contacted him several times. I actually ha- asked him if he would make a message for the Huntley High School graduates. He did it, yeah. And he did it. That was a video. I know he's helped out Sarah Flanagan, too. Yeah. And one of my school. favorite things ever was, I don't know if you remember this, but we were, we had a tent up at some event. Um, actually, I think it was at Huntley somewhere in there. And uh, it was my 50th birthday, and I was working in a Club 400 tent. And Wayne Mesmer was at the event, and he came up to our tent, and you actually gave me an autographed baseball from Andre Dawson. Yeah, what about when he came out and sang uh, during, you know, well, we're still out here? COVID, but yeah, yeah, we did our Randy Hunley baseball game out oh, here. Oh, right, yeah. With the campers. That's right, yeah. And saying the National yeah. Anthem. But yeah, Wayne's one of those guys. Great guys. Who's, uh, just he, a great. He's a giver. He gives. He gives. Yeah. A, and he helps out a lot. And like I said, uh, he, I mean, he's just a great part of the Cubs community. One of the old school part of the Cubs community. One of the things that I I love about the Cubs, and you know, you know, whenever I go to Wrigley and Wayne's singing, it just yeah, it brings me back to 1984, 85, 86. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but his remarkable story about adversity in his life, about being shot and coming back from that. And forgive which, the by person the way, who shot him. Yeah. And which, by the way, I was at that game. Oh, you were at the Blackhawks game? At that Blackhawks game. I did not know he was shot until the next day. I read right. about it in the paper, but I was, yeah. I, was I mean, it, and he's got a great book out, which we, we've dispersed here. And yep. um, I encourage you to check his book out. Uh, it teaches you something that, you know, we've all been going through all this crazy thing the last three years, and we've all had some broken relationships, but... You know, for, forgiveness will free the soul, right, William? That's what they say. And uh, his soul is definitely freed from what happened to him. And uh, love Wayne and Kathy, and look forward to seeing them out here in the future at, here at Club 400. And I can't wait till he signs my wall. That would be awesome. There's no one, like I said, that, that, you know, we have Pat Hughes over here who's called the last out, one of my favorite signatures. But I guarantee you the Wayne Mesmer yeah, that'll be signing the wall will be one of my top ones too. And, like, I plan on – doing that right by the organ over there so perfect That's super cool so this next guy uh has not written a book yet but he is the king of social media the king of bling hey this is danny rocket and i wanted to call and share 
my favorite Club 400 memory, which is uh, pretty incredible. Uh, I've got a bunch of uh, favorite memories, but uh, this one has got to top it. It was the Miguel Montero event. And I showed up uh, unsuspectingly uh, with a, a broken guitar, which I had lugged around all year, uh, a cracked guitar that I had electrical tape, uh, you know, taped to the side to keep it kind of in uh, working enough order. And I lugged that thing all around playing Cubs gigs, coming Club 400, playing songs at the at the events. And um, well, at this particular event, which was the Club 400 Christmas party with uh, Miguel Montero, um, all of a sudden, uh, Stuart McVicker calls me up in front of everybody behind the bar and handed me a giant check for $2,069.69 because he had noticed that I was lugging around a broken guitar and I probably needed a no- new one. And I did. And, um, you know, I just, I couldn't thank everybody enough. I, I got myself a Breathe Love guitar, which I've now played in a bunch of the Club 400 events. And I actually had enough money then to get my other guitar kind of fixed a little bit. It's not exactly how it was before, but at least it's it got wood glued back again. So anyway, it was an amazing day for me, a total shock. I couldn't believe what uh, Stuart and Nicole, my fiance, and the members of the Sunranto people did for me. And everybody pitched in and got that you got that guitar for me and I love it and I love all you guys and I'm just um I'm so happy to be a part of uh paying that forward so thank you so much for uh, keeping the music alive and love y'all ah oh, Danny that was awesome and of course Danny that. is the writer and musician of our opening song for every show we've had yeah and he did a great job with that the, uh, Danny is so talented it's unbelievable. He's like I said, uber talented. He's uber talented. Uh, he's funny, and he's one of those guys you love being around. And one thing about Danny is like he's he he's wanting bodies Cub fans, helping Cub fans. He is one of the kindest people I've ever met. You know, and um, you know, honestly, he makes Club Four Hundred parties better. That's what, he's done it from day one since he walked in the door. Like he is Club Four Hundred. He's a big part of this, and. Um, but yeah, he's just a gen- he's a genuine guy who cares for other people. You know, you know we're Cub fans helping Cub fans, um, but you know Danny's done a lot for people. You know, and he's always trying to help people out. And Danny's the type of guy; he's not materialistic at all. No, he's the type of guy who give you a shirt off his back and w- wouldn't think twice about it. And that's why I love Danny. Like he cares; he cares about other people, and that's what makes him shine. And, and I told him that to his face. He knows I told that to him face. His face and um, you know that, like I said, he he's he's what Club Four Hundred is all about. You know, and one thing that uh, I'd like to share about Danny that he does that it just blows my mind on his San Ranto site is whenever somebody's got a parent that passes away. Yeah, the condolence they, page. Yeah, yeah, they pull together money and buy that the person a jersey, and you know we were just at a at a wake tonight of a. Club 400 yeah. member. Paul Johnson uh, lost his uh, father. His father a year after he lost his mother. And, two days to the day, yeah. And, uh, you know, going through some tough times. And you know the stuff that Danny does for for those people certainly, um, you know, doesn't bring a person back, but it certainly makes the, the whole ordeal a little bit more palatable. Yeah, no, like I said, he's, he's done, he, you know, He's done a lot. When, and, you know, Danny collects all the giveaways at the Cubs games, and then he, he gives them away at his events. And, 
you know, whenever something crazy goes on in in the Cubs world, you know, Danny will put together a song a song about it. And it's amazing because like he could write songs about anything. Like we even we even raffle offs. You know, Danny will write a, a song. A song, yeah, yeah, You yeah. give him like right. the, you know the general idea, and he'll he'll do a song. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to be uh, part of us forever, and I, I appreciate him. And he's never charged me one dollar to come out here. And you know, he, he lives far away, and sometimes you know. Yeah, I think one time his windshield broke or something down. Some crazy thing happened to his right. Car, yeah, yeah car taped this, it up. Yeah, or something, or something like that. But uh, you know, he's awesome, and uh, we look forward to many good times with him. And he just cracks me up, man. He, he's uh, he's he's very different from a lot of people I met, but in, in, a, in the way I love, that's what makes Danny Danny. If you know Danny, like you know, you you, you can read right through him, and all he does is care about people. So. Well, and this next guy is kind of in the same boat as Danny. He is uh, somebody that's constantly donating things to you and your for your parties for whatever charity is going on, and he's just an all-around good guy as well, Mister Fly the Wood. Time out. Could I be honest with you? I've been in bars my whole life. I love you more than you love me, and of course, Stu can't party. Anyway, congrats, Club 400 on 100 podcasts. What happens at Club 400 stays at Club 400, but what's said on the Club 400 podcast is heard by the masses, all 17 people. (laughs) Anyway, happy to be a a small part of Club 400 and appeared maybe once or twice on the podcast. And uh, um, congrats, you guys. Love you all. This is Bill Watts from Fly the Wood. Have a great day, guys. Um, You're awesome. Bill Watts. Well, before we start recording tonight, we called Bill. He might actually listen to this one. He likes when we yeah, exactly. throw his name well, he, he was so mad at me on a previous podcast. I, I, I like to jab Bill. He's one of those guys you like to jab. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I met Bill on an overpass in Rockford. <laughs> And I bought two W wooden signs off of them, not knowing anything about them. I think I, I think I, actually, I found him on Facebook. He was selling signs, and we were having an event. I'm like, man, look, we can sell those at, or we can auction them off at the event. And um, you know, we just kept in contact. And uh, Bill has become an unbelievable friend. He really has. He's been an unbelievable friend. Uh, I have nothing but good times when I'm out with Bill. He makes me laugh. He really does. He makes me laugh a lot. And, uh, you know, I went and visited him at his house not too long ago. We went out and had pizza. Uh, I got to see him karaoke and uh, at his favorite bar. And we went out after that, and we had a great time. But, yeah, Bill, uh, you know, one of the reasons why at the end of the day we raise $1 million is gonna be because of Bill. I mean, you know. Every time we've had a player over recently, he does a free. He doesn't charge me anything. That's what I'm saying, guys. This community works because of people caring, people going out of their way to donate stuff, and like you know, look at he's done for like people like Wayne Mesmer, John Vincent, Patrick Wisdom, Frank Schwindel, all these guys, and look at how much money we raised on the stage at our larger events. Um, he's killed it. He really has. And you know what? Not only has he killed it but he's getting better at what he does so he's like fine wine longer it sits the better it gets that's bill watts man 
And uh, he's like fine wine. And he, he's, he's stayed at the condo twice already. Oh wow! Yeah, and he's just. Um, but he's we're, we're gonna have a lot of good times going forward, you know. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, Bill Watts. You know, I love the guy, and you know, um, I look I look forward to good times with him. I, I mean, I think the world of him. I really do. Uh, good people, for sure. Uh, good heart. Good soul. One of the things he can rip on me all he wants, but I think we have more than seventeen <laughs> listeners, William. Right, exactly. <laughs> we got twenty-one. Last time he appears on this show. Yeah, no shoot. Um, I gotta say, one of the things I love most reminiscing about people and stuff like that is finding out like how you met them and things like that. It's just unbelievable, like how you meet people on the overpass going to Rockford or whatever. Here's another one of those. And by the way, I thought Hey, this is Daryl Crater, and I was just calling to include my favorite memory, which is, uh, of course, meeting you guys in Milwaukee and then also doing a trip around my 40th birthday to St. Louis, and I just happened to meet up with you guys and just hanging out with you guys and talking with you guys. You guys become uh, good friends and uh, family atmosphere, and I enjoy all the events that you guys have and uh, can't wait for the next one. Congratulations on the 100th podcast. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Actually, Daryl cut you off, so you can let him hear about that. Well, I, I think Daryl wins best smile. Oh, yeah. Doesn't the guy light? The guy lights up a room when he smiles. He does. I could be in the worst mood ever, and Daryl's there, and he just makes me happy. But, yeah, I remember, yeah, Milwaukee was the first time we met him, and then we met him in St. Louis. Uh, Unplanned. Was it, was it through Pat? Well, Patty, Patty, yeah, you know, Patty. Uh, Patty stayed connected with him, and yeah. then they, they went on their own, though. I don't think they came on the bus. No, I don't. And think we met him like yes. I remember meeting him across I the street from him. St. Louis at that big bar. What's it called? oh yeah, 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 that's where it was at. I remember a first shaking hands with him when we were going on the tour of Bush Stadium. He met us up for that. Yeah, and we right. Went in right. the stadium and did that tour. Great. Just, oh, he's the best, and uh, we appreciate it. Like he's another one of those guys. I mentioned it earlier, but if he's not here at a club for 100 event, I'm wondering like, where is he? Yeah, where, 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 you know, he's where's Tammy? Yeah, Tammy is the best too. We appreciate her, and uh, man, you know that's the thing that sucks about club 100 events for me is, is uh, I'm so busy running the event, I don't get to hang out with everybody like I would want to. But if I if I got to spend more time with people, he'd be one of the guys I'd want to spend more time with because I I see him here, and then like then the next thing he's gone, you know. And, uh, but yeah, I just look forward to getting to know him even more as a person and going on more road trips with him. Um, like I said, he's, he's just an unbelievable guy, a guy that makes me happy when I see him and, uh, appreciate him and Tammy very much. And, uh, yeah, I want, I, 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 I we got to get another road trip going, man. We got to get a, like, we were going to have the one last year to St. Louis and the Cubs started sucking. Remember? Well, they traded everybody off. Right. And we had that all planned, but. It just didn't make sense with COVID and everything else. We canceled it. But, yeah, I look forward to spending uh, some good times with those guys in the future, and I appreciate him taking his time to thank us at Club 400. No introduction needed on this next person. We'll just hop right into it. Hey, 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 Club 400. Congratulations on your 100 podcast. This is your hostess with Lotus, Sarah Flanagan. I'm just so proud to know y'all. You keep spreading the positive love and joy, and we keep getting steps closer to that $1 million goal, and I cannot wait to be there when that dollar amount drops. So keep doing the good work. I love you so much. Congratulations on your 100 podcast, and always remember, ain't no party like a club 100 party, because a club 100 party don't 
Oh my gosh. I'll have to cut that out. Wow, everyone thinks that they're a rapper just like you. I know. Do I rap? I thought I quit doing that stuff. No, you're a rapper. Sarah Flanagan. I kind of met Jim and Justin, Modern Day Romeos, at their DVD release party. That's where I met Brian Flanagan also. And yeah, Sarah Flanagan lights up a room, doesn't she? That's why I hired her to do it. I didn't hire her. Like, I never, she didn't pay a dollar either. She either is Brian. But. I mean, she just is one of those people that brings warmth around her, right? And I was like, man, you know what? When the players walk into this house, I want her to be the hospitality. Well, and I love the fact that, uh, and I've heard you the last couple times introduce her to the player as this. I love the fact that she's her responsibility when she's here is to just stay, like, on the hip of the player and walk around, like, anything they need or, you know, like, yeah. st- straighten stuff out and stuff. And she's so good at that. It's so... No, what she, a, what she a was, perfect She was role. made for that. Yeah. And um, she was born and to just, be. I also love being around her. And, like, we've spent a lot of time outside of Club 400. We've also spent a lot of time, you know, when Brian and her have just come over. And some, right. you know, we've had smaller get-togethers and watch Bears games or she, Cup games and stuff like that. She got me to buy a Bears jersey. Did she really? Yeah. I mean, she's a huge Bears help me, fan. Help me pick out which one, too. If you didn't know that about Sarah, she lives and dies by bears. the Bears, and she lost her Bears tickets. So if you have any extra Bears tickets, she'd love to go. Um, bears kind of messed her up, but, um, yeah, I uh, I always appreciate her. She's uh, just great, warm, smile. I, I've never really seen her in a bad mood. Maybe she has been, but not t- towards me at least. No. And, you always know, willing and, to and, help. And, and you know what? You talk about the all-American family, those guys. The all-American family. Yeah, our kids are here at every party, and they're, you know, emptying trash and oh. just helping out. And Well, they're definitely... Been Brian's a good, a good bartender. Patty would call him bitch, but, yeah. you know... The he's, bitch. He's the a, bitch. He's um, a great bartender. He is a great bartender. And, you know, there's been certain times when he uh, hasn't been able to make it. And, I, and you know what? The parties don't go as smooth. Because, no. you know, the good thing about Brian is he used to, he used to bartend, um, so... He can read people. He can he tell can. when people are drinking too much. And Right. But, yeah, I mean, you talk about, like, the ultimate combo of people. Oh, like, yeah. uh, they're just, they were kind of made, they're high school sweethearts. I don't I don't know if Brian's ever dated anybody else besides Sarah. And I'm not sure if Sarah ever dated anybody besides huh. Brian. Maybe we'll have to have him on and ask about that. Yeah, we'll have to ask him. But, uh, Do some digging. And you know what? They also uh, remind me a little bit of Wayne and Kathy. Um, uh, they're just... Made for each other. I don't, think, I don't think, yeah, I don't think there was, there, in the fact that they, uh, you know, went to school together and uh, ha- have this wonderful marriage with wonderful children, um, children they could be very proud of. It's it's great. And, um, you know, when we hit a million bucks, they're going to be a major part and reason. Like everybody you brought on here tonight, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's about all of us. It's not about anybody. I, I appreciate you doing this for me, William, but like, you know, your friendship and, and all the people that have done stuff for us, it's been a, it's been amazing. And the best thing about Club 400 is the people I've met. Well, we're not done yet. There's more. But wait, there's more. Hello, Club 400 podcast hotline. Uh, master programmer, William Gehring. Thank you for including me in this uh, um, purveying of stories. Uh, this is David White. Um, I would like to say there are so many great Club 400 stories. Uh I'm proud to know Stu and Lisa 
and sometimes be a part of everything they have done with Club 400. I have to say my favorite story has to be last Christmas season um, when money was raised for uh, the women fighting breast cancer and for the gentleman who had previously lost his son uh, due to illness. Um, this is mostly because uh, my wife and I were able to participate in that and put together some baskets and help, you know, collect some prizes for the online RAS. And as well as it being during the uh, the COVID, you know, prime of the pandemic, that so many people came together and helped out and all that and went online and, and bought, you know, slots in the, in the RAS. And it was just, it was a great feeling uh, to know that we helped those families. And, you know, at a, at a time of the season when uh, every little bit of joy can really be amplified. So I love Club 400. I'm proud of Stu and everything he's done and, and all he does, how he goes about his business with um, his charity. And I'm grateful to have been a part of a couple of things. And I hope everyone has a great holiday season. Our, our newest Thank volu- you and God bless. Our newest volunteers. You know, he's, That's he, what, yeah, he's, he's newer to the group. This is a common theme, though, if you listen to people. I ask people to, you know, call our hotline which thank you for calling out the hotline. Yeah, thank on that. you, Dave. <laughs> and um, what does he do? He calls to tell you how he his favorite memory is basically pulling stuff together and donating oh, yeah. his time and stuff like that. You know, through co- These are the kind of people that are here. That's you why know, it's so magical. Dave White, uh, known him for a long time, wasn't really close with him until probably more so in the last few years. Um, thanks to Bob Cashin the Bob Cashin, Sue Cashin pool parties, um, and his wonderful wife, Jen. Um, yeah, I brought them on during COVID. And we've only had one big party. I need to probably be a little bit more straightforward with them because you're probably like, why, why aren't we coming to the smaller ones? But, like, we don't really need volunteers for the smaller ones. But you'll see Dave and Jen in the future, I promise you. Um, and you know what? They're just great, fun. You talk about a fun couple. Oh my gosh! This this Dave and Jen are one of the funnest couples to hang out with, and you talk about jabbing each other. I was just jabbing with those guys earlier today. You know, we got Tommy Johnson's fiftieth birthday, so we were going to get together maybe go to Kyoto this Friday, and uh, Mm. we were throwing fresh jabs at each other today, but out of love, obviously. And (laughs) love, uh, love jabs. You'll notice Dave; he's got a goatee, and Jen, and uh, like I said, they're kind of newer members uh, that. I want you to get to know, and you're going to love them, just like all the other people here. And, uh, yeah, they're they're great. And uh, Dave's got great Facebook posts, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's so positive He's the, the most time. positive guy around. Like, you know, I, like, hate going on Facebook a lot of times because there's so much negativity, but right. I go right straight to Dave. Once I hit too many, like, two negative posts in a row, I'll go to Dave yeah. and know that he posts something positive. He loves this band called Royal Bliss. And we gotta end this. Let's end the episode with a Royal Bliss song in tribute of Dave and Jed. And uh, we love those guys. And uh, for those who listen to the podcast that don't know them, you're gonna get to know them. I promise you. Hey, Bill. This is Ruth Absolutely, the best part of Club 400 is the friendship. I'm sure everybody would agree. One of our first events, actually our first event, we were waiting to catch a ride to Stu's and just hopped in an Uber with Jen and Justin Ruse and Colin West. 
we hadn't even really met them yet. We were just all wearing club shirts and got in their car with them. Another fun memory was spilling beer on Tammy Carter's white designer purse. She didn't like us very much, but I think we're redeemed by then. And who can forget Bill and Patty and Mary go around at the brat stop? There's just too many more, so many more friendships and people, too many to remember. But thank you so much. And a shout out to Stu for all his continued generosity and kindness. Love you all. Ah, uh, Ruthie. Who doesn't love Ruthie, right, William? I'm telling you, Ruthie and Patty, or Patty and Ruthie. They kind of like go together, right? They kind of do go together. I might they're, have to play them back to back. And, and God bless uh, Dave for putting up with the, both the ladies, right? Exactly. I mean, they got they usually room together, like a threesome. Yeah, yeah, like a threesome. Uh, but Ruthie, Those are the two first two people I met here. Besides, after I met you. Oh, really? At the first party I was at, I met the two of them. It's getting late towards the end of the night. I was sitting next to them over at the bar. We're having some drinks. The next day was the ring ceremony at Wrigley. Okay. And Patty's like, hey, are you going to the game tomorrow? And I'm like, no. And she goes, I got an extra ticket. Do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And so I, I went home after the party, and my wife is like, hey, how was the party? And I go, oh, my gosh, the people there were so nice. Everyone, you felt like you knew them forever, blah, blah, blah. There's this one woman who said to me, um, hey, are you going to the game tomorrow? Do you want a ticket? And I said, I know she won't call me, but it was still really nice, you know, the nice offer or whatever. Sure shit, she calls me the next morning. Are you coming oh, to the game? I, 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 I don't doubt it at all. I, mean, I, I couldn't you know, go. The but... great thing about Ruthie and Patty is they kind of equal each other out a little bit. Patty seems, you know, uh, Patty seems a little bit, you know, louder, and Ruthie's a little gregarious. Quiet. Yeah, gregarious. <laughs> and they balance each out perfect. But I, uh, you know, both those guys are unbelievable. But Ruthie uh, definitely has a special place in, I know, your heart, William, and mine also. And, you know, she she's always here, and, and I always want her to be here. She's such a integral part of what we're doing and uh i know they stay a lot uh you know when they come out here because they both live a distance away they usually stay at the uh holiday inn um and chris lake which by the way now carries club 400 lager on draft really yeah the holiday end does yeah. oh my gosh they're gonna love that so we need to announce that uh if, you, if you're not listening to the podcast we will announce that there's a couple places that have started carrying club 400 lager but back to ruthie ruthie we love you so much uh i want you to come to be a part of this. Every event we have, you are family to me, and I appreciate that ornament that you made for me. And uh, I uh, picked them all off the tree, and I, uh, you warm my heart, Ruthie. You really do, and I love you. Hi, this is Patty Ellert, Uh-oh, and I have double so combo. many wonderful memories of Sue and Will and my Club 400 family that I can't pick a favorite one. Um, all of our trips, St. Louis, Cincinnati, um, the day I met them, I uh, met Stuart at the Club 400, uh, the Rizzo event with uh, Dorothy, and I was drinking Jaeger, and I blacked out, and thought I'd never be invited back, but here I am, like, five years later, and it's still happening. <laughs> um, I've met so many wonderful people. I have new family, new friends, that I don't know what I would do without any of you guys. So that's what I wanted to say, but, yeah, there's just too many funny and good memories. Bill... Um, William, um, my favorite time with you was the little horsey merry-go-round. Um, that has to be one of the best. 
So, yep, and I'm looking forward to many, many more. Love you guys. Oh, there ain't no party like a Club for Heart party because a Club for Heart party don't stop because of people like Patty. Right on. And Dave. I love Dave. By the way. And the brat stop. Oh, Nicole just walked in. Nicole, we need to get Dave. He's been asking me for years, and he's retiring from his job this year, which I don't know. Like, I know Patty and Dave have a great relationship, but now Patty is a little bit worried because now she's, well, no, I think Patty's really happy um, that Dave's, because Dave's a worker. He works 50, 60 hours a week, but we have to get Club 400 tank tops for Dave. <laughs> Dave's a tank and top I think guy. like that. I love these guys so much. I've offered to throw Dave's, um, his retirement party here. And uh, yeah, true story. First party they were here at. I'm on it. I'm on it, Stu. Uh, she's on it. There's I'm Nicole. It. She just walked in the door. I'm little, here. She's I'm a little here. late, but that's fine. No. <laughs> yeah. As you can see, we're recording this podcast in reverse because she was on the beginning, but she just. This is, we're, we're doing I'm glad you explained that to yeah. everyone. So we're, we're cutting <laughs> that over. won't confuse them. <laughs> I'm here. But uh, no, Patty and. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like, a, you, know, I, I, you know, Patty and Ruthie are like one and Dave too. And. Uh, Patty's just so fun. She's always smiling, and she, you know, she and she cares about what we're doing here. She's went out of her way with, for us m- more lo- than once. I love a if, lot, actually. If we're going to talk about the two of them in combination, I love how Patty's like always up and raging at like two thirty in the morning, and Ruthie's ready to go to bed at ten. True, true story. <laughs> true, true story. story. And yeah. I'm sure if Ruthie were yeah. here, she would totally agree with that. Oh, they yeah. They balance each other out. That's they what it do. is. Exactly. They're like can't both uh, be they, They're the yin and the yang. There it is. There you go. Pretty Pretty much. Yeah. The yin and the yang. The, I don't have a good transition from that, but <laughs> we'll try. Uh, this is Levon Wilson. I was calling to get my, my experience, my best four hundred club four hundred experience. Well, far enough, I met Stu at um at club convention actually, um, and we were at the bar right outside of the convention or whatever. And we spoke and talked all night. And he said he had club, club players over there. And everything, and so I, I was just thinking, okay, it's gonna be some minor players that you know, older players that you know, no relevancy. To be honest with you, and then first thing he shows up like two weeks later was Dawson. I was like, whoa, wow! So he started set up. So Dawson, Audrey Dawson was like my favorite player of all time. So of course I was in to come in there. So coming in and walking in and not really knowing what Club Four Hundred was about, just knowing Stu and talking to him and stuff like that, it was a very just great experience of seeing everything that was down there, all the memorabilia, all the things in there. Then more so it's just a family experience and the friends. You build the friends that come out there that you wouldn't have even from before. And it's just, you just turn everything to Club 400 to me, outside of seeing Dawson itself. There's every event is like meeting back up with family and friends that you just have. And it just makes the experience that much better than just actually meeting the club players themselves. It's a great experience with a lot of players. You get a lot of great stories, a lot of history, a lot of fun. But for me, it's a lot of my friends and stuff that I've met, that that I've been there, that I can now call friends just from meeting them at Club 400. Uh, Man, you know, LeVon is one of those guys I wish who lived a lot closer to Yeah, where does he live? He lives down south. I think Georgia, I think. Yeah, somewhere in the south, yeah, but... I didn't think it was well. No, maybe not. Well, it's down south, of, somewhere down south. You're throwing all this stuff at me at once, William. Like, I know, like Levon. Like Levon so, you know, yeah, I didn't know. It's like a was trivia doing contest. This. I didn't here. know he was doing this. Where are you from? This was a curveball. 
Um, and it's a great curveball, uh, and I appreciate all the work you put into it, William, and I appreciate everybody who called to leave comments. But, yeah, LeVon is one of those guys who I wish I could see a hell of a lot more, and the only thing that keeps us away is distance. But I remember, yeah, we met at the Cubs convention. His first event was Andre Dawson, and uh, LeVon has a hard – I like, if he was up here, man, he, you know, he, 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 um, he works at the gym, and he, he's a trainer. I, I mean, I think he does – all kinds of different, you know, biking. I think he does biking. He does all kinds of awesome stuff. In fact, I just saw him doing cryo the other day, and you know how much I love cryo. But, yeah, LeVon, we miss you, man. And, uh, you know, I think that's the great thing about having this condo is, like, you know, LeVon can come up and have a free place to stay, and we can hang out a little bit more this, this next summer. Um, but, yeah, he, he's just a great guy. Uh, me and him have had some talks um, about various things, and – we bonded over those things. I, I remember when I met him when he lost right after he lost his father, not long at the Cubs convention. That was a different year, but um, yeah, he's just he has he has the warmest heart and you know that I've ever ever met. You know, and uh, he's just a good person. And like I said, Levon, I wish you could be here more. I know you can't be here because the distance, but uh, he's look, here I, in I, spirit at you know, yeah, party yeah, for right, sure. Yeah, exactly. I wish we could. You know, I got the uh, Oculus. Yeah, and the you know the metaverse like maybe we can scan him in here down one day and he could just you know we could there you go. But uh, we we love you, Levon, and I appreciate you. Another guy who the first time you talk to him, you feel like you've known him your whole life. Yeah, he's I mean, just, just you know he's got, he, you know he's got that warm, very calm demeanor. You know, his demeanor is so warm and calm. I like, like guys like that. Yeah, you just talk to him and you feel at peace. You know? Yeah, right. And, and, and you know, I don't think Levon. I don't. I, I you know, I don't think he's probably ever said a bad thing about anybody. I don't think he judges anybody. I mean, I'm guilty of, of all the above, but like Levon's just—he's so, got a warm. I think heart. he was there the night you fell off the stool at that bar when we were doing karaoke. Dude, that stool had a bad leg. <laughs> How on do it, I dude. miss things like that? <laughs> that had a bad leg. I on need, it, I need stories like that. <laughs> You just gotta hang out. Well, Nicole's and he through the group too, and so. he didn't say yeah. a ba- he didn't say a bad word about you when you were on your ass on the floor. Oh, no, I, I remember that. Yeah, was that I'm uh, sure. What was that bar called? Uh, it was yeah. an Irish bar. It was one next to the Cubs convention. Yeah, which Nicole's never been to a Cubs convention. We I haven't. Get you to. Well, I know. it won't be this year, unfortunately. Well, I've no, always wanted well, to go. This weekend will be the Cubs convention, right? Uh-huh. And that's the great thing about you doing this uh, podcast and bringing uh, all these guys on is. Uh, you know, that's exactly what we tried to do uh, coming up this Saturday is fill the void of the Cubs convention. And we're, we're never going to be able to fill that, but, like, we're going to help help fill that void. And uh, I'm looking for Nicole. Uh, you've been to the Cubs convention. Mm-hmm. That's where you met Mike Gomal, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh. Mike who did Go- you say, Mike? I said Mike Gomel. Yeah, is that who you said? I didn't hear you. Hey, this is Mike Gomal with Joey Song. Congratulating <laughs> Club 400. I don't have a single Club 400 memory. I have the same Club 400 memory over and over again. Every time I call Stu with some harebrained idea to try to raise some money, instead of coming up with reasons why we can't do it, Stu turns to an improv artist and says, yes, and. He always wants to add on. He always wants to help. That's the Club 400 vibe, and that's the memory that I have of Club 400. Over and over and over again, the answer to every request is yes and. That's awesome. What a good guy. As you know, he, he runs a Joey song, which is a, a cherry 
to battle against epilepsy, and we were supposed to be in Madison, Wisconsin, a few weeks ago. To um, you know, we always support Joey Song, and Joey Song always supports us. You know, whenever I need something, Mike's always there for me, and I, I want to be be as good as Mike is to me. And uh, you know, I, uh, you know, Mike's one of those guys that you know I like to be around, and like I met, you know, I spent. Mike did the Randy Hunley fantasy camp with us, and uh, I, you know, I haven't seen Mike that much throughout the pandemic, but I missed the missed the hell out of him, and uh, I felt really bad because, you know, planning an event like his event is major. Like Nicole, like I can't explain to you like how first class his events are. Wow! Like he does it big. He goes like we we do basement backyard. He does huge theater. Bands. Jeez. Bands. Multiple. And, like, really? Dude, his, sh- and you know what? And it's tight. His, sh- his shows yeah, are Yeah, last tight. year, because of COVID, it wasn't done live, but it was all streaming. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We sat down here with some drinks. Yes. Watched the entire thing, and it was so good. It, it was. It's like, probably still out there. Oh, it's, it, I'm sure it is. I'm yeah. sure you can get it on his uh, website or whatever. Because yeah, we talked about going. Oh, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, we're oh, going. Dude. Yeah. Oh, that was a done mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, because and you know he was going to have Soul Asylum there, which is uh, one of Lisa's favorite yeah. Uh, bands, and yeah, it was going to be awesome. And I felt bad because I know how much you know. Whenever you have to cancel anything, and throughout the pandemic, like it's really hurt charities more than anything. Yeah. It's really you know we've all had to get a little bit creative, but you know we thought we were getting out of this mess that we're in currently in, and then Omicron came, and and it was just a really bad timing for his event, and you know. He has all these people flying in from all over the United States. And uh, you know, he shot me a picture of all the booze. And he's like, come on over you know, and drink this. Oh, You and William, come on over and drink this Okay. And I'm like, you picked the right two guys. I was going to yeah. say. In fact, I was supposed to speak with them You guys can make tonight. it done that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Club 400 and Joey Songs. Joey Song is synonymous with each other, in my opinion. Like, we're like buddy charities. Yeah, and, and we're going to roll together, and we're going to help battle against epilepsy. And I do know Mike listens to this show. No, and we only I, have 20 listeners. I have 17, well, according 17 to Bill Watts. 17. But, Bill Watts. Oh, wait. Bill I, Watts is bringing his girlfriend this weekend. So I'll make it oh, 18. Yeah. If we can get her to listen, we'll have 18, yeah, 18. listeners. Try you got to meet the plus one. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to say one thing about Mike Gomel, which is uh, – Sappy, maybe. Oh no, he. Really this care. guy loves him. That's like, oh yeah, I do. I but you know, I love him. him too, and I, I love him too. I haven't met him. Mike and I share something I wouldn't wish upon anybody. We both lost a child, and that's how we met. We bonded over that at a um, convention, and we reach out and talk to each other like all the time now. He's just, he's an awesome guy. Yeah, he is. I well, have no other words than that. Just you know, awesome. Like, guy. I think about like, man, I, you know. When we were at the 2020 Randy Hunley Fantasy Camp, and we had that one week together, and all of us, all the campers together, but Mike, you know, he's a special friend of mine, and I just, I miss, I miss those normal times, I really do, and I miss, I miss, I mean, I miss that, because right after that, COVID hit, and we haven't seen, a, you know, Mike did come, he was at the baseball game, I think he went right. 0 for 3, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just, no, he didn't. I think he was fine. <laughs> I think that was you, Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> okay, now we can finally bring in somebody that Nicole has met, just because it'll be fun. Hello, guys. Cologne family here. Just wanted to share a Perfect. few of our favorite memories from Club 400. Obviously, first one is the, our first essential 
meeting you guys and seeing the place for the very first time with the boys around Mr. Riker. Loved it. You guys brought out all the stops and showed them everything that you guys had to offer. My second favorite memory, um, obviously, you guys know, is Riker's party. This was our first official party, and to have it be an event for us, absolutely amazing. The entire night was phenomenal, um, actually pretty much a blur for me and our family. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share those those two memories with you guys, and congratulations on show number 100. I love you guys. Bye. Uh, we love Eddie, oh, and um, love I think Eddie. about let's rewind back. I think it was two thousand in the summer of two thousand twenty. Was it twenty one or twenty? Twenty, twenty. You know me; I'm a people person, so I was bored. Out I, of I was your going. Mind. Not so. He was like, climbing what, what, the walls. What can we do? You like, can see the fingerprints on yeah, the walls. Like, what can we do? So we uh, we decided. Hey, I got an idea. <laughs> yeah, let's let's have everybody like let's do private tours of Club Four Hundred. So we had uh, nominate a fan. And I'm not sure who not. I, I think I asked Eddie, but maybe I don't know who not. Maybe Eddie nominated his son. I think that's. I yeah. think so. Yeah. And um, so we, we planned tours every hour on the hour. And so we, you know, we had a ballpark lunch for him. And I think the day that they came, we were doing six tours in a row. So we were doing like twelve to six. And they were number six. Yeah. No, they were in the middle. I think. No, they were number six. Are you sure? It went way longer than okay the scheduled twenty minutes or whatever. So uh, we meet. Stu was like on point that day. <laughs> I was you gotta I, go get I, out. I, I was trying to be on point. Well, he yeah. didn't want anybody Mixing. to double up. Yeah, if you weren't in the same car, we didn't want to. This is right, right. the yeah. new COVID was new. Oh yeah, you know, everyone, everyone didn't know what was going out. on. Yeah. Right. So for sure, Eddie tells me that they drove three and a half hours with the kids. We're like, what? Three and a half hours? You drove three and a half hours? Were you here, William? I was. I was bartending. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, we broke up all, we broke out all the stops. We broke out every single stop we could break. Like, I was breaking out bats, gloves, helmets. Helmets, yeah. And we were just. (laughs) He was. You'll love this story because um, you know Eddie and his family now, but uh, Riker was still walking a little bit Mm. at that point. Okay. And he was standing up with a helmet on, swinging a bat in the middle of the thing. Eddie Sweeping. and I are pooping our pants because we thought, oh, there's going to be a bat going through the glass. <laughs> Stu doesn't care. He's like, ah, it's fine. It'll be fine. Well, one thing I learned is uh, everything is fixable. Right. You know, so, But, um, yeah, we we knew. We were having such a good time. I didn't want to talk about it, but we knew something wasn't right with Riker. You know? right, right. And, uh I, I remember when they left, me and William sat down and talked. We was like, something's not right with little Riker there. Um, let's keep a close eye on these guys. And uh, maybe we can help them down at the end. And little do you know, you know, this past September, with the help of Ryan Dempster and Nicole's first party ever. That was it. $40,000. One of our most successful parties of all time. What and what a family, huh? Oh, great family! Oh, and Eddie's so fun. Brandy, I adore her. Oh, yeah. oh my! Goodness. I don't. I don't know how she puts up with Eddie. I don't either. Nobody does. Eddie's then, a big teddy bear. And Eddie has a hole in his cup. He's here. <laughs> he <is. laughs> well, I mean, he, not only does he drink it a lot, but 
but he spills it a lot too. He spills it all the time. Like I think he does it on purpose now. I know, just I, to maintain I'm gonna that have a reputation. Talk with him about, I'm going to give him a sippy cup. I think. <laughs> and with a lid and a straw. If we're talking about favorite, you know, Club 400 moments, and it could have been anything. I got to say, our trip to Muscatine, oh, the three of us, that was one of the I best. I was thinking about that the other day. That was, And that was kind of like our first yeah. time yeah. hanging out as a trio. And it was great, too, because there was no pressure of a party. Right. Or, I mean, we right. did. I guess we did do a podcast. But, you know, it was just mainly meeting people and kind of sizing up, like, what the party was for so we could be more vested in it and, sure. and get, you know, help sell tickets and stuff down there. I, that was great. Oh, that my was word. So and fun. then we got to meet all of those girls that were helping. Right. And Amanda and, and Cassie and all of these great ladies. Awesome. And Eddie's father-in-law. Yes. And mother-in-law. Oh, oh, shout oh, out to oh, Shout man. out to mom and dad. Oh, for sure. They were awesome. Ed. We love Ed. I love Ed. Ed's wrote some nice letters to me. Yeah. I mean, not letters, but like. Messages. It's just, it's a really great group of people. Are we going like. back to Muscatine is the question. Heck yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't yes. see why not. For so, sure. I have a boring February plan, so I would love to go out there. And very nice. I feel like that. it was my idea. I almost have to go. <laughs> so and, We have to drive and, together. And Nicole yeah, got yeah, like for sure. $50 hotel rooms for us. But we do need to. 42. It, oh, nice. Yeah. If we do drive together, we do need to. Uh, do something with the heat because no. it's going to be okay. February. Can can I just can I just make a mention of that little fun time? If anybody knows me, I get cold very easily, and it's very frustrating for me. But when I'm hanging out with these guys and we're driving to Muscatine, they have the AC jacked up so high. Summer wasn't it? And yeah, we're, and we're I'm wearing, also bigger guys. Oh, um, I know. But she's like 108 dripping wet. She's maybe. like 99. 99. <laughs> 99 loofed balloons. New nickname. I like it. Yeah, I like that one. And I am freezing in the back. And it's I'm always try- cold. I'm trying to be so polite. I'm like, hey, guys, could you could you maybe like turn the air down just a little bit? You're like, no. I like a cold. No. Oh, my gosh. So next time I'm going to wear a parka. You know, that, you know what? That's a great thing about the clone family. They, you know, I know they're like, if, if, for them to miss an event, it's going to, you know, just like um, the Patrick Wisdom party, like there was a storm going on down south and at, Dad, yeah. Uncle Size, like, I would have turned around and went home if it was for anything else, but because of it was, you know, or was that the Caesar party? I don't know. I think it was. No, the, that was the yeah. dumpster party. Or yeah. no, no. The, yeah. The, the wisdom. 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 Yeah. And um, I love that guy. He gives the best hogs, too. I he love does. you, Ed. You're the best, buddy. All right. When I say Club 400 OG, you think of who? Who's the first name? Pops. And don't think about it. This is the first name that pops in your head. I mean, I, there's a lot. I don't it's know. The first person that pops in your head. You're thinking too hard. My, my brother? No. <laughs> no. Fail. No. I don't know. Sean Garrity? Club 400 Podcast. Nick Sheridan. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can I say about Club 400? Oh, my I have God. so many the- great memories there, and every time you leave, it's one of the best memories you got. But what can I say? My best memory at Club 400 has to be do my friends and so many people that I didn't even know come out and support me and help me get some new prosthetics and meeting uh, Mr. Ricketts. And it had to be the best. And getting a check from uh, Tom Ricketts. Unreal. Stu was a great guy. And uh, what can I say? Bill Buckner, one of my other favorites. 
but uh, yeah. there's always a, a smile coming out of Cliff Horn. That's what I like about it. Mm. I don't think one person leaves there without a smile from ear to ear. So, Stu, you're the man. So, for 100, it's the best place ever. It is where dreams come true, my friend. Love it. I can't uh, even think about any other great memories there because they're all great memories. And even seeing all the smiles on people's faces. It's unreal, dude. All right, got to go. Night-night. <laughs> Bye-bye. You talk about the best Facebook poster ever? Ever. And if it's your birthday, you get a special birthday cake from Nick Sheridan. But Ooh. Nick Sheridan is Club 400, guys. Without Nick Sheridan, we not we might not be here 560,000-plus going strong. I mean, uh, he's the inspiration. I, uh, yeah, he's the inspiration. You've met Nick, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of times. Sure. Yeah, and he, um, he'll be here next Friday. Add him to the list. <laughs> Thanks, too. Oh, boy. Uh, Is that a carryover from our last podcast? (laughs) The list. She's writing it down now. But, uh, you know, no, no, Nick, actually, um, yeah, I don't know if I ever, I think I have on an earlier podcast, but uh, end of the night, I'll just, you know, I I could say a million things about Nick. Nick knows I love him. Nick is Club 400. Uh, He started Club 400. If it's not, you know, every, I told Nick this the other day when he called me. Because, like, I'm a guy, and you know what? I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. But, like, you know, Nick was telling me that, he, you know, you know, our parties are expensive. I know that and everything else. But he, he didn't make it. And I was like, Nick, you're always welcome here, man. You are Club Farmer. You're a part of this group going forward from, you know, this from this point on. But he came out here, and he was. Uh, we were watching the Blackhawks in 2014, I believe. And um, the Blackhawks lost that night. But... He crashed his car into the wall. I'm going to tell a quick story, long story short. Crashed his car. Uh, his, his arm fell off. His prosthetic arm. I was like, his arm fell off? What are you talking about? No, his prosthetic arm fell off. Car crashes in the wall. Rex's, uh, little car, Rex's car. They, up in Wilmont, they do uh, sprint car racing. Mm-hmm. And um, he couldn't race the rest of the year. So I said, man, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll you know, put our logo on your car. I'll get you back on the track. But he was also complaining about sores on his uh Nubs of his legs. I woke up the next morning and I said, "You know what? Wait a minute. We got Tom Ricketts that wants to come out here, and we got my buddy who needs new prosthetics." So I reached out. to We Ricketts. got peanut butter. We got chocolate. Yeah, exactly. What am I gonna do? <laughs> so I was like, "We got Ricketts that wants to come out here. We got my friend who needs new prosthetics." So we didn't know what the hell we were doing, but I think we sold like 130 tickets and we raised thirty-three thousand dollars. Got him two legs and an arm. And the rest is history. Cubs legs. That's it. So, a great story I don't know if I've ever told before. Um, Tom Ricketts is getting ready to leave at about 1030 at night. So, I um, I think I might have told this on an early one, but you know, not everybody listens to every episode. So, uh, he's... By the way, all episodes are available on our podcast app. So, yeah. So, anyways, um, I asked Tom. I said, Tom, before you leave, I'd, I'd... and I'm like, we haven't done one shot tonight. We've got to do at least one shot. I was around some other people that night, and everyone wanted to do a shot with Tom. So this is like a first party we ever had here. So I walk around the bar. I got no trace, but I do have some empty cases of beer. So I rip the beer case open so I can have a tray, a cardboard tray, and I pour a bunch of shots, put them on the tray, and we all do a shot with Tom Ricketts. The next thing you know, it's one thirty in the morning. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, Tom, you know, Tom, I, I, no I, I felt bad. I felt, I felt bad for his driver, Tom's driver. 
But Tom, you know, we walk me, my wife, and uh, my mom walk him upstairs. Can't believe the night we had. Like we didn't know this was gonna happen. Right. It's incredible. And um, he hands me a folded up check, and he leaves. And the only people left down here was, a, a, you know, Nick's sister was here, and some of I, don't think, I think his sister, maybe his mom. And uh, we wrote the check. He left the check blank. He basically paid for the party, gave a significant amount of money. Wow. And uh, so I wrote that check to Nick, and uh, that was the beginning of Club 400. That's wow. fantastic. Yeah. That's a great story. Pretty awesome, yeah. yeah. That's that, that started our road to $1 million. We need to get him a jersey, OG. Yeah, OG. Uh-huh. I should have knew that right away, but, you, you know, you've been throwing I all know, these people I know, at me. I know, I know. Lots of curveballs tonight. I know. Well, speaking of big donors. <laughs> Happy 100th episode to Club 400. You know, my name is Eric Hartman. I was introduced to Club 400. I'm, I was I was fortunate enough and humbled enough to be able to coach um, Eric McVicker's daughter Addison um, several years ago, and um, just Eric was such a great guy. Um, you know, super passionate about baseball, and um, he's like, "Oh, you got to meet my brother Stu." And then I met Stu, and I found out about what Club 400 was, and um, just you know, the the, the camaraderie, the friendships. Um, all the things that Club 400 stands for, um, and, and, and just totally giving their their love and their commitment to um, helping others. You know, club fans, you know, club fans helping club fans. And uh, I was really endeared to both Eric and Stu, um, <clears throat> so I became a sponsor. Um, really, just you know, enjoyed all of the the events. I've only been to probably four or five events in the in the last couple of years, but you know, great group of people. Um, Stu, you know, my, my, uh, my thanks to you and Eric for all the hard work that you guys do to, uh, I know these events are not easy to pull off, but, you know, keep your heart in the right spot. Um, you guys have always done the right thing. You always try to, to make sure that your, your, your monies that are spent, the monies that are donated go to the families and, um, that really need it. And it's, it's, it's inspiring. Uh, Club 400 is a pretty cool thing. Um, it's it's very unique. I don't think I've ever seen um, such a unique charity. You know that that is so you know heartfelt and uh, always trying to do the right thing. So love you guys. Love you, Eric. Love you, Stu. Love you guys at Club 400. Thanks for all that you do. Bye bye. Yeah, I mean Eric Hartman's perfect example of someone who I met through Club 400 and has took us seriously from the beginning. You know, and it's not about money with me and Eric. Me and Eric, Eric, me and Eric are good friends, Eric Hartman, and uh, we've had really good times together. And uh, but some know, too good, yeah, some too good. <laughs> and uh, you know, you know, Eric Hartman's one of those guys who doesn't have to get the credit. Like, you know, we're going to Vegas next week for playing three baseball games, and it was all him really, and Matt Crawford. And then when we did the game out here, you know. Uh, last year, benefit that was, all, that was all Eric Hartman for the most part. Benefit for his brother turned out to be yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That worked out mm-hmm. awesome. His brother was going through skin cancer. Zach, who's our newest sponsor, yeah, Hartman Snow Fight was it Hartman Snow Fighting? Yep, that's yep. right. And, that's Zach, um, but that's Zach Hartman's. Yeah, that's Zach, yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So I mean, yeah, our two major sponsor comes from the same family, and, uh, and clearly the coolest of the Hartmans is their sister. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm not going to remember her name, but <laughs> we love you. Oh, sister she's the best. Yeah, well, she's the best looking Hartman. We know that. But, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, he's done more for Club Hunt than anybody. I remember, I believe it was the Wilson Contreras party. What it was, it was a Schwarber party. It was a Schwarber. Party. Yeah, you know, when you plan an event, anybody that knows when you plan an event, you know, one thing you can't control is the weather. And you know, we've had heat, unbearable heat. We've had rain. We've had snow. We've had it all. But I remember this one party. And I think it was, I was maybe the Contreras party. I don't remember. I think it was Schwarber party, but we had a downfall of rain. But the yard was going to be a mess. Like I was freaking out, and Hartman made some calls and delivered a bunch of hay to my backyard. Club changed changed Club, the whole party. Club Four Hundred looked like a farm at the end of the night, but but it changed the whole party. Oh, it changed the whole party. Like we pulled it off because it was of be a Hartman, disaster. You know? Because yeah. of Hartman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, he I, like Nicole. You still haven't met him. I yet. have not met him. I've talked yeah, to him on the Zach, phone. But you haven't met. Yeah, Eric. I've met yeah. Zach, but I've talked to Eric on the phone a handful of times, and it's kind of like this elusive presence. Right. Does he actually exist? He does. I'm not I know. Quite you probably sure. don't know that. But. He right. Exists. Yeah. <laughs> he exists. He's our a no, good. Hey, our number one sponsor. You hear Tovar's ad? You know he works for Tovar, but he's a big part of Tovar. And he just got a promotion. Oh yeah, he's a big shot over there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm surprised he still talks to me. To be honest. Yeah, I can't get my driveway done, but he's a big shot there for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's helped me out more Great than guy. more than anybody. Like, Great. like he's always there. Like if I have a problem or even if I need some advice, he's a good guy to go to. You know, and uh, you know, I, uh, I I miss the guy, and I'm looking forward more than anything. Like next week when we go to Las Vegas for this baseball thing that he put together, I'm looking forward to hanging out with him more than anything. And then you know we went to you know we participated in Schwarber's uh, golf tournament, and it just you know some things happened there where he saved the day. But yeah, you want to have a guy like Hartman in your corner for sure, you know, because you know he's got your back, I got he's his a good, back. Good man. And, yeah, he's just uh, a special guy, and like yeah, I mean, thank God Eric introduced me to him. Like Eric introduced, hey, this guy knows some Bears players because he's worked a lot with the Bears, you know, mm-hmm. nice. players. And okay. Stuff, so. He's the only person on this list of people that I knew I know longer than I knew you. Is that true? Yeah, I knew yeah. Hartman before I knew you. Yeah, and really? Hartman's a guy too. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he, he like I said, he he doesn't want credit. He doesn't. T- he he's perfectly happy hanging out behind the scenes and giving me credit, which it tells you what kind of guy he is. But I want to let you guys know that, like, you know, without Eric Hartman, things would not go as smooth. And th- in the, some parties that we had in the past wouldn't have been as good. I well, mean, he certainly went to raise as much money. Yeah, exactly. There's no doubt about that. Oh yeah, no, he's he paid for parties. Happen. Oh yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's he's a integral part of us going forward. And it's like one of those guys I don't even want to ask anything more from because he's already done enough. But uh, he's family. He's not uh, he's not a sponsor. He's family. So we're getting down there. We only have about five left. Oh, so <laughs> here we go. We can make this an episode, William. I mean, we should just Hi, make William this an episode. Hi, William It is Kimmy. Uh, just calling to say my favorite Club 400 memory, I think, is our first road trip to Cincinnati um, because I feel like that's when um, I solidified a lot of new, wonderful friendships with um, a lot of the Club 400 family and got to really become a part of something really, really special. So that is my favorite memory. A lot of good times, and everything's been even better since then. Thanks, guys, for all you do. Love you lots. Have a good one. 
Was that Cincinnati side boob? Uh, I, I don't oh, know if she oh started dear. Cincinnati side boob. But she might have been the one to start that. I, I don't apparently know. missed that one. I mean, Kimmy, uh, what can I say <laughs> about Kimmy? I mean, you talk Kim- about like somebody who through the pandemic has went to work every single day and put her life on the line, you know, put, you know, dealt with this COVID stuff. She's uh, works at the hospital. Um, yeah, she does she, mammograms. She's, yeah, she does mm-hmm. mammograms. At least yeah. she just got one the other day and. I was like, man, that must suck to like do that with boobies all day long. But you know. Well, wait for us or for her? For her, I mean, for both of you. But you know what? She's she's passionate about it. Oh I, no, I've she does. You know it. What? She's passionate about she, it, she, and it's great. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be a job you would do. I mean, I would do it. I would. I would. <laughs> if, you, do that. if you had to. But I'm just saying, like, thanks for people like her throughout this pandemic she's, who's went to work every single yeah. day and like yeah. dealt with this COVID situation more than you know. You know, a lot of us. We're lucky to stay at home and, you know, and work from home. But she's had to put herself out there. And I, I love Kimmy. We, we always have a good time with Kimmy. Now, she, Kimmy's in love. Does everybody know she that She is dating this guy. Oh, and he's yeah. a really nice guy. Oh, yeah. I totally approve. He's been approve. here two a couple I, times. Uh, yeah, I totally approve. He'll be here Saturday. So. And her, can I just say, her makeup is always on point. Oh, and not only that. Kimmy, she's always. also the best singer at Club for Dang, I, I haven't she, heard it yet. You haven't heard? No. Oh, you'll hear it Saturday. She is the best singer. <gasps> I can't wait. Yeah. And she, you know what? She's just a sweetheart, you know. Um, she's a sweetie. And it's like whenever I see her, like, and she's always willing to help too. She's always like, what can I do? What can I do to help? And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for her, you know. It's uh, that she found someone that she's, you know. She, she found cares. someone that's not Courtney. <laughs> totally. Happy. Now we just got to hook Courtney up. With we got to find. We yeah, got to right, find right, one right, for Courtney. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, I mean, he's taken already, Patrick. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, no, I'm. I'm really. Uh, I'm. I'm so. You know, like I'm so happy I met her, and uh, I look forward to seeing her this Saturday, and uh, I can't wait to see her bust out a few songs. She's the be. best. She's the best singer here. I. I, I get. She actually also too. Uh, you know, we always sing the national anthem before a lot of our events, and I, I can always count on her to be the one that does it. And she's she does a great job. She knocks it out of the park. No pun intended. Hey Stu, this is the Evans family. Uh, we were just calling to wish you a happy one hundred podcast. You didn't think you'd make it this far, but we sure did. Uh, we're looking forward to the next one hundred. Congratulations. Oh, man. Another family that listens to every episode. He's John, quoted stuff before. John, really? Megan, the kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, you you know who they are, right? uh-huh. Over the border. Yep. Yeah, so they're coming Ch- from Indiana. Yep. Hey, real fun fact. It John was. is the first person ever I gave a ever. Club 400 shield to. Really? Yeah. Before I really? gave one to John Maley. Because he's got a man cave. He's got an awesome man no cave. No way. Yeah. yeah. We, that's, can we go, gotta go out there and party one Can we go through Indiana night. on the way to Oklahoma? I don't know, but this we This is need, another trip. You need I, to, we'll have to Wait, we're going to Oklahoma? About, yeah. Once the COVID. Oh, we are going to Oklahoma. Oh, once the COVID. Oh, yeah. yeah this is a trip Oklahoma. that was canceled because of COVID. Yeah. Oh, no. You know Stu's truck, right? Well, yeah. It'll be filled with Club 400 beer in the back. So oh, we're bringing a bunch gonna, of beer down there. Or to, we'll have Kathy behind us you're bringing gonna, the beer. You're going to you know? have to pack light because there's not going to be enough room. Because they want the beer down Oh, there. I mean, the John Evans family, I mean, we I, I call them John Evans family, but John and Megan are unbelievable. You know, we've mentioned them before in the past. John, uh, I have, there's a special place in my heart for those guys for sure. 
you know, like John, like honestly, the last three events, I think he's the first guy that bought tickets. You know, yeah. he gets yeah. Club 400. He loves Club 400. And they and always, we love him. And they always tie other stuff into it. Like they come up, they'll go to a game, come here. Yeah, right. You know, like, they're very yeah. smiley. I feel yeah, like whenever they're happy. like whenever they're here, they're and just their smiling kids are so all the time. So mm-hmm. yeah, they're like little adults at your party for sure. Yeah, they're, no they're, yeah. They're, 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 I mean, they they can carry the torch with Lauren probably. You know, yeah, for sure. We love you, John. We love you, Megan. And I want to come to your man cave. John's got a few items I'm jealous of. Yeah, it's definitely Dang. road trip worthy for sure. Oh, yeah. One of these days we're going to go on out there for sure. And I will look forward to having those guys at the Club for Chicago. There you go. Hey, guys. This is Joe Rod. Congratulations on your 100th podcast. Nice. Uh, it's pretty good considering you two guys uh, to do something more than once. But uh, other than that, guys, uh, thanks for everything you guys do. Uh, the podcasts are great. Um, as far as the Club 400 moment goes, there's so many of them um, that's awesome. But personally, uh, meeting Ryan Sandberg, which is my favorite Cubs player, um, was awesome. And I think it's just a little bit over that that tops it is uh, actually seeing and touching the World Series trophy uh, when – Mr. Ricketts came by and brought it with him on his promise to you guys uh, for bringing it. So, uh, you know, I really appreciate, and I'm sure I speak for everybody, that uh, all the things that Stu does and other little things that everybody else does around the scenes, I'm glad to be part of that um, with the beer and things like that. But uh, congratulations, guys. Uh Hope you guys get to another 100 and get to 200, and we'll leave another message for you. But uh, congratulations on your 100 podcast, guys. You guys have a fantastic day. Before we get too much into Joe Rod, what was everybody doubting that we would get to 100? What's I mean, that? what's I, that? I don't, I don't what's really. That notion? Like, dude, t- today I realized uh, I, I was listening to one of my favorite podcast guys. I won't say his name, but he said there's 3 million podcasts. Right. I bet you that's a lot. Three million. Yeah. There's oh, more. There's lot. more podcasts than there is TV shows. Oh, by holy yeah. cow! So yeah. podcasts get now they get lost. And they said the best thing about pod, I was telling this to William earlier. Um, the best thing about podcasts is anybody could do them. The bad thing about podcasts is anybody could anyone do them. can yeah. do them. It's kind of actually it's kind of like being an author and writing books. Mm-hmm. Anybody can publish their own book now. Well, it's hard to get published, right? No, you can no, self-publish. Really easy. You right. can actually. Put it on Amazon and their book list. Now you got me thinking. I know. You should write Club 400, the book. I got, I got a lot of good stories. Hey, let's talk about Joe Rod. Well, yeah, let's talk about Joe <laughs> Let's stay so on let's that. bring it back so, to Joe Rod. Uh, Joe Rod works for Chaz Herdrick, right? You see Joe Rod, he usually stands to the left side of the bar, kind of by Flanagan. But he, it is funny. He's got a spot. He's got his own spot. I hunt Just him down there. every yeah. time I get here. But, I mean, he, he you know, he's a big Cubs fan, and he's got a really cool man cave himself. But, um, you know, he's he's one of the guys behind the scenes that doesn't get a lot of credit, but make sure that, that you know, beer, the beer is cold. Beer oh, yeah, signs. Yeah, the beer is cold. When we do those checks, Chaz Herdrick is the one who does those checks. We don't get charged for those. Well, those are expensive, believe it or not. Oh, I'm sure. But, he, but yeah, he's the guy behind the scenes that makes everything uh, run smoothly. He's part of the reason why uh, Club 400 Lager exists, him and Jesse, and you know, he always supports us. Like, if he can't come, to, like, Joe Rod, I have that relationship with Joe Rod where, like, he calls me, like, we, we'll call each other, you know, every couple of weeks just to check in, see how each other's doing. And, like, of 
Unfortunately, he's not going to be here this weekend because he's going on his tenth vacation this year. The son the of a bitch. Dude travels tenth? more I, I, than I, I, anyone. Oh the guy, like, dude, the guy Hawaii, travels all the goes time. Here, That's he goes not there. fair. No. I want to. Dude, go. I don't remember the last time I went on vacation. By the way, I'm going to. Vegas. I don't remember the last time I saw Joe Rod in anything other than a Hawaiian shirt. This is true. Oh, this is true. Every oh, event Every, that we well, have. So Joe, you, are you friends with him on Facebook? It's just vacation and Hawaiian all shirts. the time. And sometimes his well, bar outside. Joe has the best shoes and the best hats, oh, yeah. and he loves those RSVL T-shirts. Yeah, you know the ones that like, you know, Ric Flair shirts. Hulk Hogan shirts, or just those weird, wacky shirts with cartoons on them. You know, yeah. I have, I have a Rizzo one actually, uh, but yeah, there's that's a there's a big fandom that follows those shirts, yeah. and uh, yeah, Joe's flashy He's man. And, gr- and Joe lost like thirty pounds. I saw him. At, we saw yeah. him at the Christmas party. Yeah, we did. Uh, the CLB Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such guy's a great pr- guy, though. The guy's looking good. Yeah, he's such a great guy. Yeah, and him and his wife and family, uh, unbelievable people. And like I said, one of the guys behind the scenes, but the guy, uh, and he, like I said, he loves the Cubs a lot. And uh, any beer event he's working at, he lets us hop the fence. Yeah, he, get know, in front. He, of- he, he, we nice. have a, we have a lot of mutual friends, you know. And uh, he gives me shit, and I give him shit, but we love we love each other, man. We really do, and it makes me think that uh, you know, like you know, he did call me last week, told me he wasn't going to be here, but I miss that guy. I'll miss him this weekend. And Joe, we'll see you on our next party, which Nicole doesn't even know about yet. I what? know. We'll tell her. We'll and announce then. that on another day. The, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll talk about the that. The amount of time. I don't want to announce it tonight. The <laughs> amount of time I've wasted with Joe trying to debate who's a better quarterback, Kirk Cousins or Mitch Trubisky. Oh, yeah. Oh. Talk about wasted time. Joe, Joe loves sports, all sports. He yeah. loves football. He loves the Bulls. He Great loves the hockey. man. He loves the Cubs. I don't think he likes the White Sox. That's what makes me like him even more. Yeah, I know. No I don't kidding. think he has anything to do with the White Sox. No doubt he, about he, it. He, yeah, he loves all Chicago sports for the most part. Yeah. He might even like the Chicago Sting. Ooh, I'm not even sure. Who, is that a soccer team? That was a soccer team. Okay, thank you. Mm. That's before Nicole. Hey, Club 400. You guys are the best. Congratulations on 100 episodes. This is Joe Kilgallen, unofficial favorite comedian of the Chicago Cubs. And my favorite Club 400 memory would have to be... My very first time entering Club 400. It's got that magical effect, much like my favorite time going to Wrigley Field was my first time. You just don't forget it. And oh, as my son says, his favorite memory is the same. I'm doing a message here. You're, you're embarrassing me right now, pal. All right? I'm trying to be professional. You guys are amazing. Club 400 will continue to rock. Cubs fans help the Cubs fans. Thank you. Yeah, I got to go pretend to a two-year-old now. These kids, I'll tell you what, they expect your attention all the time. It's ridiculous. Was that our he, first podcast with Nicole? Was when Joe came out? Yeah, he we, pr- he probably set that up. By the way, <laughs> come yeah, in right yeah. at the thirty second mark. <laughs> yeah, right. Joe has his uh, own I podcast. Think yeah, Joe I think it was. I think it was at uh, Parkside, right? Yes. Did he do a great job for us when he was out here? Yep. Yes. Yes. He did great. I mean, Such you, a funny guy. He, he won't. You won't. You know that wasn't the first or last time you'll see him. He'll be here again soon. I'm so happy for him because you know, as you guys know, he's a comedian, and like our last few events, he's had gigs. So yeah, that's he's good. Take, that he's, yeah, he's taking off. That's yeah, he's a good got thing. he's got a gig this Saturday. That's why, he's, and he just reached out to me on Twitter. I got to respond to him. But uh, Joe, um, I like Joe's style. I really do. There's something about Joe I like. He just I he's mean, super chill. He's super yeah. like chill. He's super chill. Yeah, he just what a great MC too. Yeah, like he, he emceed the uh, Dempster party. Yep. He was so great. It, it, the, he's his, a natural. His yeah. personality and how he comes off, like. He's just one of those guys that I think everybody likes. I, you know what? I'm a little jealous because I know uh, Eddie went and saw a stand up not long yeah. ago. 
How crazy is that? Yeah, we need to do that. We Isn't need that to crazy? That. I mean, yeah, it seems like every time we have an event, he has a stand-up event. Right. But yeah, man, you know what? Ooh, that would be cool, man. We'll have Joe out here for a paying gig. Let's do and it. And we'll have a comedy night here. That, that would be, be awesome, that would be man. Super great. We need to do that. I got some other. Put that on too. the list. I'll work on that list later. I'm writing it down. All right, yeah, so, so let's do that. Let's really do that. Oh, really, I think it's a great idea. One left. I saved the best for last. You got any guesses who it is? I'm gonna guess um, Crawley. Crawley. <laughs> oh. I got one guess right. My name is Nicole Goy. That's spelled G E U. William, forget it. Start over. I'm starting over. That's I can't talk. Wrong okay. Is it? Yes. My name is Nicole Goy. That's spelled G E U for the record, and I am Stewart's favorite Club 400 employee. Well, okay, so technically, one. I'm his only Club 400 <laughs> employee, but I can definitely still be his favorite. Finishing each other's My jokes. favorite Club 400 memory is for sure my first one. Stuart stepped in and made a wish come true by allowing me to help get Heather to her last Cubs game. He didn't hesitate or question. He just moved and made it happen. He gave me a priceless memory with Heather that I will hold onto forever. I don't think that he realizes the impact of what he did. But I have no problem reminding him of how he went above and beyond anything I could have ever imagined. And I could never come close to repaying him for what he did. And then he was so kind to give me the opportunity to work for Club 400 and help facilitate these types of dreams for other people and to be able to keep Heather's legacy and memory alive. Merry Christmas, boss. Much love to you and your sweet family. Uh, that's how late we are. That was a mer- there was a Merry Christmas wish in there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell that you was what. a good one for for one that was like supposed to not air. Like you did yeah. a second one well, after that. That was one, actually really good. I was like scratch. Yeah, you had a little William. stumble at the beginning. She's a natural. Good. She's a yeah. natural. Yeah, she's well, a natural. That was impressive. Oh, no, I mean, I feel like you know God works in mysterious ways, and even though I met Nicole under an uncircum uh, a bad circumstance because of Heather, like. Um, you know, I, I think that she was supposed to work for Club Hart in a weird way. That was maybe how there's, you know, we were able to get, get her to her last game and give her a nice day. But um, she left a gift for Club Hart, and that was Nicole. And, like, mm-hmm. I will tell you this is that, you know, my mom is so proud of me bringing Nicole on board. She's, you know, she's like, Stu, your, your judgment is 100%. You brought the right person on for this charity. And, you know, when your mom, like someone who I, you know, my mom is my rock, of course. Um, and when she, my mom says something like that, you know, I, and you know what, I have already, I already kind of knew it, obviously. I mean, she's only been here since August, mm-hmm. you know, and like yeah. at first I'm like, eh, I know, like, she's like, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? And then the more, you know, she, I talked to her, I was like, man, no, wait, she's, per- she's perfect for Club and um, as you can see, like, and we're very early into this uh, voyage together. And I'm glad that she joined me, joined all of us, not just me, but helping me more than anything. But she's going to bring help bring us to a million dollars quicker and faster and better than I could possibly do. Um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm grateful for her and I'm grateful that her husband uh lets her do this and like we've took her away from her five beautiful kids the best behaved kids ever in my entire life give them a couple minutes yeah i mean uh 
Yeah, I just, you know what? You know, that just makes me believe in Club Fort more than anything because she came at a time when I needed her the most. Uh, I think, like, Club 400 is still climbing the hill. We haven't reached the top of the hill. And I don't know if we'll ever reach the top of the hill because I think with Nicole, we're just going to keep climbing up that hill. Mm. Yeah, and um, and I know that, you know, she came. I remember when I first hired her, I gave her, like, three or four things that I wanted to do, including the Club 400 Baca, which we're going to do. You know, everything I say, we're eventually going to do, but <laughs> sometimes it takes a little while. So I gave her, like, four things, and then, you know, the whole thing with Riker. Um, that, that had to move. We had, yeah, to, we move had, to, move, we had to move on that. Mm-hmm. And then, so I called Nicole. I said, forget everything I just told you, Nicole. We're having a party on September 10th with Ryan Dempster. <laughs> and, like, thank God for Ryan Dempster because, you know, we weren't going to get any current players out here. Um, and I thought, like, man, you know, to come out of COVID – what better guy than, like, Ryan Dempster to do it? And then, you know, Nicole just jumped right in. And I'm going to tell you something about Nicole. Like, it hasn't been easy. <laughs> She's dealt with a lot of crap and, like, behind the scenes. But she's handled, like, a, the ultimate pro. And, uh, you know, we went in there with that meeting with Ricketts. And she was awesome. Oh, she was that's the so best. Sweet. Yeah, she was the best. Like, you know, I debated long and hard. Like, should I just, you know, go in there myself? But bringing Nicole in there that day was a great, you know, sh- you know, I want her to be a big part of this going forward. And I, I, I need, you know, I need her help, guys. You know, I always told everybody, Club 400 is not paying my bills. We give everything to charity. My business is what pays my bills. It's what I focus on more than anything. You know, it's my family and Eric's family, and, you know, we've worked our ass off our entire life. Like, people think that I don't work, you know, that I just, you know, go along and have a great time. But I work my ass off. We all work our Everybody works their ass off. And uh, I needed help. And she came in at the right time. And uh, I, I'm very thankful for her. Aww. And I'm very look. And you know what? She fits in with us perfect, doesn't she, William? She does. And I do have to say, I was looking up her uh, her other message that she had, and she did say her favorite moment at Club 400 was actually meeting me. <laughs> but she's not going to think that anymore because I was said that we saved the best for last. I actually do have one more. <laughs> I missed Just one, so kidding. I'm sorry. You psycho best. No, it's fine. This is <laughs> fine. I, I didn't think Nicole because Nicole, you know. Now she's here with us, so I didn't think Nicole would left the message, but I appreciate I, it. I wouldn't miss an opportunity uh, yeah, to say well, thank you, Stu. You don't I, ever I say thank you. I'm saying thankful to you. So. She's the best. Aww. No and doubt about it. And uh, we need her. Well, I, it's it's a family, and I am so, so grateful to be part of this family. All right, we have one more. Okay. And then we can... Everybody can Are go you sure this ain't going to be an episode? Because we haven't. St- oh no, it's clearly going to be. It's so long. It's got to be an episode. <laughs> Where are we For at sure. now on time? I'll tell you after. Oh dear. All right, All right one more. Boys, it's Crawley. I just wanted to congratulate you on your 100th episode, giving a voice to the Cub fans out there. Uh, so many memories uh, that I have with you guys. Uh, one of my favorite Club 400 memories was when Miggy Montero came to Club 400. 
Um, and uh, Stu had me uh, present Miggy with a shot, just like I presented him with a ring. It was a special moment for me. And when I think about some of our most fun memories, there's so many, I can't get through them in a minute. But Lord knows the time we had at K's in spring training was K's, one of the most K's. fun times. I wish I could remember it all. Thank you, Carl. Uh, I just wanted to thank you guys. You guys know I love you. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, cheers. And here's to many more memories and many more great podcasts. Thank you, boys. Love you guys. So oh, this gosh. will not surprise you, Nicole. Um, when yeah. we went to Cincinnati to see the side boob, um, there was I a gotta ca- hear that story. Yeah. There was a cardboard cutout of Crawley on the bus. <laughs> he wasn't mm-hmm. on the bus right away. Might have only been for the first part of the trip or whatever. Remember Kimmy and yeah. Courtney had a cardboard cutout right. of Crawley's head. No way. I didn't even know who he was. I'm like, I don't really understand what's happening here, but I got it. I get it now. So let me tell you something about I, I think Crawley Let me tell you something about Crawley. <laughs> I, I think I think Crawley knows this. Okay. Like I'm not gonna tell anything Crawley doesn't know, but you know, my mom supported I, mean, I love for the Cubs since I was a little boy. She took us on the road trips. She took me to all my Cubs conventions. And, like, Crawley used to annoy the living shit out of me. Oh, no. No, I love him. But he was always the first guy on the microphone asking the first question. and Letting every know, well, everyone know he's always the first one to yeah, ask that, the first that, question. This was way before <laughs> Crawley's clubhouse or whatever else. And, then one, uh, and I'm like, man, who is this guy? I, I would ride in the elevators with him and be like, I'm not talking to him. No. This guy is. This guy is seriously. Yeah, no, Crowley? Yeah. And I don't know why. It just was like, dude, this guy's always got to be on the microphone. And then, like, when was it? It was. It was right around when Theo took over. Um, you know, Crowley would always sit in the front row too. You know, and um, me and my wife Lisa would be like, when do you think Crowley's going to find Club Four Hundred? He's going to find it eventually because he's one of the best. Crowley, you are the number one Cub fan I know. And not only you are the number one Cub fan I know, you're one of the smartest Cub fans I know. But eventually he found us. And I'm going to tell you what, man. I love Crowley. I love his passion. He, like That guy has more passion than anybody I know. And he's also one of the nicest guys I ever met. So, you know, I always talk about I'm good at reading people or whatever else, but, like, I misread that guy so bad that, I mean, the love that he has for the Cubs organization, and not only that, but the intelligence that he has. Like, he knows players. Like, I I don't know half as much as Crowley, and that's one of the reasons why, William, I love the Cubs, but, like, he knows so much more. That's why I never wanted to, like, especially talk about the minor leagues and stuff like that. I never dug his deep it's Crawley did, and uh, but man, you talk about like just being around somebody and wanting to be around somebody. Like he just brings it twenty four seven. It's like the party doesn't start till he gets here. Oh, yeah. like, dude, right, we went out sure. to Wrigleyville with him and his wife, and like he just leads the pack and he just brings the party. He knows everybody. I know. I, I mean, everybody I mean, knows Crawley. So like Crawley, man, like I am so glad you found us. I'm so glad that I always give you first question. I mean, you talk about like from where we where we were and where we are now, and where we're gonna go towards the future. It's a beautiful friendship 
And we went up to his lake this year. I met so his mom. Yeah. I met I his dad. Heard. And we had a blast. Yeah. We got in the whirlpool. I think we went skinny dipping. Did we, William? I, Did think, we? I think there was some skinny dipping Wait, involved. You went skinny dipping, William? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Did, yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, we have some things we need to tell you. Um, <laughs> and then, like, the not only that, but, like, <laughs> the friendships, like, with Ruthie and Patty and Crowley and Kimmy and everybody, man. You talk about he, he kind of brings everybody together in a great way. My fi- I, I love you, Crawley, and I just want to let you know I He's love you. He's kind of like the glue. Yeah. You know? It's like when, when Crawley walks in the room, game on, MFers. You know, I don't mean to swear, but like when Crawley walks in, it's time to go, you know, and it's he lo- he loves his seltzers and he loves people. How about uh, one of my favorite moments with him was you and I and him only. It was Skinny not, dipping? It was not Cubs related. It was here. We were watching a football game. Just us guys. Just three of us. Yeah. And then after the game, it was like the 90s rap show. Oh, gosh. The three of us doing 90s rap. Yeah. And I'm not really sure how anyone... Did, did we go home? Because there was a lot. I don't remember. A lot of drinking happening. You don't even this. remember? No. No. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. That's you know what? And like, I mean, Crowley. He's the Crowley, best. you know. Uh, Crowley's just, the best. I'm so glad. We I love got to, I got to know you on the level that I know you now. I'm so glad that, you know, you, you know, I was so happy that we got to give him Miggy Montero's jersey, uh, game use jersey, um, you know, for the ring bearer ceremony that he can put in Crowley's clubhouse in his basement. I'm so thankful for you and Danny for – you know, always putting content out there, even when there's, it's not easy to put content out when there's nothing going on. The love and passion that you guys have is, is simply amazing. And, uh, you know, we might be Cup fans helping Cup fans, but you're there, you're always there for the fans. And you're always wishing the players happy birthdays. You're always so positive. I mean, you're unbelievable, buddy. And, you know, and I know, uh, you know, I was talking to my buddy Phil Smith, and he was just telling me that how awesome of a of a father you have. Your dad's been a veterinarian for a long time, and your dad never cared cared about money. He only cared about helping people and helping people with their pets. And he, he gave me a lot of insight on how you became you in a weird way. And um, you know. Uh, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, and your parents did an unbelievable job raising you, and I'm looking forward to many, many good times going forward, not only here, but at the ballpark and at Club 400 Chicago. So So there were several other people that wanted to do a recording, but for one reason or another were either technologically challenged or... Didn't have enough time. I gave him six weeks, I think it was. But, you know, uh, but, you know, the, there's some other people that called and, you know, wished wished us good luck on the show. Wanted to thank you for all the Club 400 memories and, and things that you've provided here. It's amazing how it goes so far beyond just the parties, too. The, there's the road trips, the comedy shows, the whatever yeah. meeting at matt's bar i mean we've talked about a hundred different things on this show and it's it's been fun reminiscing yeah and i, I want to say uh thank you for william for i don't know how you pulled it off actually i didn't first of all i mean to say i was absolutely clueless what you're gonna do uh would be a lie but like i didn't know you were recording 
people's voices and playing back. Like, that took a lot of work to do, but... Good job, William. Yeah, you did a great job. Good job. And you know what? It came at a good time. Um, you know, I'll just end the show off like this, and we're going to end off with Royal Bliss, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to end off with Royal Bliss. I know they got some good songs. Uh, for Dave White, our newest member, or one of our newest members, but... Taking a sip here. What is Stu drinking? I'm drinking <laughs> vodka and rebel. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, not surprised, but you know, probably a good time to do this, William. You know, like uh, they always say, you know, you know, don't ever judge someone by how happy they look. Like I'm, be honest with you guys. I'm just like you guys. There's just a lot of people struggling right now. There's a lot of people not happy because of you know the last couple of years that we've endured. And you know what? You know, I've always been one to want to bring people together, you know, and, and, you know, what brings us all together is our love for the Chicago Cubs, but, you know, it doesn't matter what you think or what you believe. Uh, I guarantee you, if you take the top most important things in life, we all agree on those things. And we mustn't lose a uh, sense of that or ever lose that, you know, there's a lot of things going on in this world right now, but we are moral alike than we are different Mm -hmm. and we need to focus on what how we are alike more than we are different and uh you know we only got one life in this world and you know what you know hating people or judging people or outcasting people there's no room for that guys we gotta love each other man we gotta love each other like ronnie who said his birthday party we gotta love each other Woo woo. Yeah, woo woo. So uh you know, and I wanna thank you guys for enriching my life and as much as we've been able to do to help other people, uh you guys have helped me in a in a remarkable way. And I don't ever lose sight of that. So even on uh the down days that I've had, I think of each and every one of you and I think about uh the great times we'll have going forward and I think about sunny days and really field, walking through the turnstile, forgetting about life outside, and for three to four hours, it's me, Cubs baseball, my friends. And Patrick Wisdom. And cold beer. <laughs> oh, sorry. So. I didn't mean to wreck that for you. <laughs> well, that's what Nicole thinks. I, 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 Nicole, I knew Nicole. Nicole's like got it. a thing for Patrick Wisdom. I, I don't know many women that don't. So real quick. Yes. The one the show off like. All right, end it off. Yeah, because you kind of ruined my ending. Sorry. That's okay. I didn't mean to. But you did such a great job. So I tell Nicole. Nicole's heard this story. Nicole, you want to drive Patrick Wisdom back to his hotel? No. You're not. Don't do that. So she drives Patrick Wisdom back to his hotel. And you know what? We love Ryan, her husband. You know, we love her family. I'm just, this is, you know, all joking around aside. But so 2.30 in the morning. Up to the hotel room, Patrick. Anything I could do with you? Anything I could do more for you, Nicole? Oh Nicole God. says, "No, thank you. Have a nice night, Patrick. You'll have to live that one the rest of your life, Nicole." <laughs> and Ryan might even understand. All right, we are Cub fans helping Cub fans. Thank you so much, William. That's a new shade of red I'm seeing <laughs> on Nicole's face. <laughs> and we love Ryan. Ryan's awesome. And uh, and uh, thank you guys so much. This meant the world to me. Thanks for taking out your time to. Uh, Leave messages and uh, great times ahead. 
and looking forward to the future and looking forward to hitting a million bucks. But as you know, when we hit a million bucks, then we'll just have a new goal after that. All right. So thank you guys so much. We love you. We love you, Stu. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank you so much. We are a family. I would say, William, play We Are Family, but we're going to play this one for Dave White. Thanks, buddy.